It's another Micro Action Monday on Studio Class. One of the exercises that I have literally all of my clients do is ideal client exercise. And I love this exercise because it's super malleable, so you can literally do it for anything. <laughs> so, so divas, I really want you to take today for your micro action and do ideal client exercise. To be clear, whenever I say client, I also mean client, presenter, director, collaborator, commissioner, uh, student, whatever it is. Okay, anybody that you're working with, this is really like your stakeholder. This is the person that's working with you in whatever you want to create in this world. Okay, you can do a an ideal client exercise for that person. So if you're going up for an audition, right, who is the who is the artistic director of that production? Whoever's sitting on that panel that's adjudicating your audition, right? Think about them. This is your ideal client exercise. Whenever we're doing ideal client exercise, I always encourage people to break it down into demographics and psychographics. I kind of say that demographics is the logistics, like straightforward kind of numbers side of things, right? And psychographics is the kind of why or who they really are beyond that. To get started, we're thinking about the who are they part in the most straightforward logistics terms. So when you're thinking about this, even go as far as like name them. I've done, I promise you I've done this. When I've given them names, they're even more powerful. So ideal client exercise, give them a name, age, gender or non-gender, and uh, maybe their marital status, their parental status, their location, the exact industry title, right? What is their annual income? What is their education? This can also be things like what is their organization's budget level, what is their organization's audience size? So think through those kind of straightforward numbers, nuts and bolts types types of labels and monikers and things like that, titles. Then we start to think through the psychographic side. And I want to start with goals and values. So I want you to ask, what drives them? What do they want to accomplish in the short term, right? What is it that they really want out of this situation? They want to hear somebody blow their minds with an audition, right? That's the very short term because they feel like if you blow their minds in that audition, you will likely blow their audience's mind in the performance. So what is it that they want to have happen in the short term? And then what do they want to accomplish in the long term? Their long term could also be like, you are a part of them rebranding their entire organization to be young and fresh or about new works or about reimagining the classics. I don't, you know, whatever it is, but whatever it is for you, you're the person thinking through, this is my ideal client. What does my ideal client or collaborator want to accomplish in the short term? And what is their like 20 year goal? What is their long-term goal? What is important to them in the way they conduct themselves personally and professionally? How do they show up with other people? I was just reading this really heartbreaking article about administrators for, you know, a, a high power, a, you know, high profile ensemble where they created this culture of fear and and just 
like trauma and and my ideal client exercise never includes those things my ideal client exercise says what's important to them in how they conduct themselves personally and professionally is that they care for other people is that they're there to see everybody win is that they're they fundamentally believe in a rising tide lifts all boats right those are things that i'm thinking about when i'm doing ideal client exercise i'm not saying that that has to be yours too but that's an example of how do they conduct themselves personally and professionally that's very meaningful to me and you can find something that's very meaningful to you hey there divas real quick thing before we get back to the rest of this episode do you love studio class you can support it now by joining the Sybaritic Camerata on Patreon. It's just at patreon.com slash mezzoenen, M-E-Z-Z-O-I-H-N-E-N. For $10 a month, you can join the listening circle where you get access to bonus episodes, you can make listener requests, and for $20 a month, you can become a Masterclass Scholar. Do you ever wish you could ask our Masterclass episode guests a question? Here's your chance. As a Masterclass Scholar, you're invited to the recording of the Masterclass episodes, and you get to ask your questions during an exclusive Q&A after the taping. So come on over, check it out, patreon.com slash mezzoenen. And now we're back to the episode. Some pain points are another great perspective to look at this from my ideal client, my ideal collaborator, what are they struggling with right now? What do they want help with? Have they been burned in the past by someone who has tried to help them solve these pain points? Oh, that's such a good one. Oh, have they been burned in the past, right? By the person who's doing, who's attempting to do exactly what I'm attempting to do right now. What do they fear? What do they wish they could totally eliminate from their life? So if you're answering those questions, you know, what are they struggling with? Have they been burned? What are their biggest fears in this area? What do they wish they could totally just get rid of from from their day to day? Then you start to understand them more holistically as a person. I also want to think through the interests of my ideal client or my ideal collaborator. What books do they read? What blogs do they love? Or, you know, what TikTok accounts do they follow? What movies do they watch? Who inspires them, right? Who's somebody that they could quote off the top of their head? What events do they attend? You know, do they buy their tickets ahead of time? Do they like to go with friends to things? You know, what do they buy? What's the biggest ticket item that they've bought? And also what's the, the, the what's the, smallest price point ticket that's made the most impact for them, right? Think through those things. How do they spend their time? If they are not engaged in the work that they do or, you know, whatever it is, what are they doing instead? And finally, I'm thinking through objections. What beliefs do they hold that could prevent them from taking the next step with me? And what's the real reason they might be saying no to what I'm putting in front of them? And think expansively about these things. Also, don't use this as a cudgel for yourself. Don't don't use this as a way to be like, because I suck and I'm the worst person and they never want to hear me again. That's not ideal client exercise. (laughs) This is 
Think through your ideal client. You've thought through all of these wonderful things. Think through your ideal client and they still probably have some limiting beliefs or some things that they need to work on, right? Some things that they might say no to what you're doing. And that's okay. You're thinking through. These might be some objections to somebody that I ideally want to work with. So ideal client exercise is really about, is is also just like this supercharger of empathy, right? You're just putting yourself, like feeling the feelings, feeling the thoughts and desires and goals and pain points of somebody else, somebody that you care about because you really want to work with them, right? So this can be anybody. I really, divas, I want you to go through and and just ask yourself to go through this kind of, what are their goals? What are their pain points? What are these logistical factors? You know, what are their interests? What might they object to? And the more that you create that, the more you're going to even subconsciously find people that you love to work with. One of my favorite aspects about doing ideal client exercise is that it helps you refine your marketing materials to speak directly to those people. And in turn, the people that are your ideal client find you more efficiently and easily right? Because you're speaking specifically to them. You're both using the same search terms. You're both using <laughs> like the same phrases and you feel the same way. You So by thinking this through, you're able to do some tweaking on your side that helps put you in the same room virtually or in person with the people that you actually love to work with. I mean, just love to work with. So Take that in, into account, do your ideal client exercise, get deep with it, get like way beyond surface level with it. And I promise that you'll, you'll experience some really cool results if you do. Okay, divas, as always, stay sparkly inside and out. Thanks for joining me for Micro Action Monday. Again, I'm Megan Enan. And you can find me on all the socials at Enen. That's I-H-N-E-N. Did you know that Studio Class is part of the Sybaritic Singer? It is. And if you liked this episode, you're going to love my 29 Days to Diva series. That's on SybariticSinger.com. And if you liked this episode, will you please consider leaving us a review on iTunes, Stitcher, or wherever you get your podcast? Thanks. It means a lot to me.